Hello and welcome to Cage Fighting. It's Christmas week, so I hope everyone is having the best of times. Jermaine man, Andy Gillard here. Hi everybody, Matt Guy here. If you've left it this late, there's no one else to blame but yourself. <laughs> <laughs> how can how many people really do leave it this late now? I mean, I'm done and dusted by the end of November. It's just, it's asking for trouble because you know that, especially with the post and all the nonsense that's going on, you know that something's going to get missing and how are you going to explain it to them, especially if it's kids or if it's worse, it's your wife. Um, Just get it over and done with. If you leave it to the last minute, you deserve everything you're going to get and you are going to get crampus. Hello, everyone. (laughs) You'd be amazed. Like, I used to work at JJB Sports, which I don't think even exists anymore, which makes me feel really old. Um, and we used to get people, it was always men coming in on Christmas Eve buying anything, just like literally anything they could fucking see. They would just grab, like, doesn't even matter if it was in their wife's size or whatever. They'd just buy any old shit because they'd left it to the last second. It was ridiculous. Every fucking year, without fail, you'd get just this mad rush, and then by about two o'clock, it would die off completely. I, mean, I used to go out on Christmas Eve just just to go and buy something, just for a laugh, just to like people watch, just to see how desperate they are. I mean, you, you're walking around Sainsbury's just to get a Mars bar or something, just just so that you're in there, just to get the mood and everything like that. Mm. And then so you could do that, and then you could down the pub afterwards, and. You, you get in there and then it'd be everyone in there then stressing that they haven't got everything <laughs> and then going back to Sainsbury's to get more. I don't understand it. I don't get the mentality. Uh, how, I mean, I'm quite, I'm not the most organised person in the world, but when it comes to things like this, you have to be. Yeah, agreed. I think I've got pretty much most of my stuff done by the end of November, to be honest, by the, the odd, you know, Amazon bargain that you see pop up. So you think I'll just grab that, but, as Matt pointed out, don't be a fucking idiot. It's your own fault <laughs> if you leave it to these lights. <laughs> so the World Cup is over and congratulations to Spain. Well done to Brazil. France were fantastic. Football came home and England won. I will delete as applicable when we get there. <laughs> um, so the big release is this week. Really, there's only one and it's, it's all about you, Stu. It is Avatar The Way of the Water. We've spoke about this one ad nauseum. Um, Matt, is this a day one or is this a one day for you? Oh, 100% a one day. Um, the, the only thing that excites me about this is I was playing that stupid Netflix trivia game that had come out a week or two ago. Yeah. And one of the questions on hard mode was, what is the name of the substance on Avatar? And I was like, oh, that fucking stupidly titled Unobtainium. <laughs> that's, that's literally the only thing that, 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 that registered Avatar on my consciousness. Uh, no, I couldn't give two shits about this, to be honest. Do you know what species they are? Uh, a Smurf. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, fatal, not a clue. Now V. Should know this, I probably should. Mm. Honestly, I've seen the first one once, and that was more than enough for me. We'll get an Avatar game as well next year. Can't wait. Mm. That probably has the capacity to be decent because of the, you know, the the colourfulness and the, and that of it in an interactive mode won't be that you know won't be terrible. But I don't know. I just don't. I I I, I mean, listen. 
I've fought my corner about enough films on this podcast with you two disliking it. And you've been polite enough to be like, if it's for you, it's for you. So, Stu, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. It's a terrible <laughs> film. If it does it for you, that's fine. But by by gum, it's not really for me. I mean, I don't know. I know one, well, mainly because she watched it with me as well. Um, but I don't know anyone who loves Avatar as much as I do. And I, yeah. most people hate it. And there's not many people who kind of, oh, okay, yeah, it's all right. Uh, I think because of the 3D-ness of it all, and it was a bit of a gimmick at the time, mm-hmm. however impressive it was, no one actually loves it as much as me. <laughs> and I don't I don't really understand. I mean, I kind of love Transformers in a kind of ironic way. Um, but even I can acknowledge that it's shit. But I ain't having no bad stuff saying about my avatar. No? I'm not having it. <laughs> my avatar. <laughs> like, I, I, said, I remember at the time when we came out, I said, I love this more than Star Wars. <laughs> Do you no, still just, believe that? Just an obscene comment, isn't it? It though? is, isn't it? No. No, because there we have Rogue One and Andor, so no, that's not possible. Like, where does Avatar sit in your top ten? Is it in your top ten? Like, how it's high in top are we five? In what sense of films or, like, kind of things? Films, you know, your, your favourite films. I mean, if you're talking favourite films, it's in the top five easily. Um, if you go like franchises, you Fast and Furious, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. You could well now it's, there's more than one of them. It can be in there. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then Transformers, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it is. And I, I don't know why I love it as much as I do. I just do. And yeah, yeah I wait, waited so like- long for this that. If it, uh, I will not accept it being bad. <laughs> It'll <laughs> break me. What if it comes out and it's like fucking episode one, Star Wars Phantom Menace? What if they really shit the bed on it? I mean, I'm, I haven't seen a single second of any trailer, so I'm going in completely blind. Mm. With I don't know anything about it other than the name. So... That's... In fairness, it looks beautiful. Like the actual visuals to it, they do look really, really impressive. But I just, I think the problem is, is the original didn't feel very original, other than the CG aspects to it. You know, the actual, the visuals and like the technical side, which was obviously groundbreaking. The story was just a bit. Well, it's fuck. It's Fern Gully. We've seen it before, <laughs> thirty years ago, or wherever long it's been at this point. That's that's why it doesn't. That's why I can't understand why you absolutely adore it so much. I hate Fern Gully. Fern Gully's fucking ace. I think because we we were made to watch it in school. Oh, it was okay. Like, it was like acid rain propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's one of those things like everyone talks about with uh, quicksand that we never experienced. Yeah, yeah. I expected that we would have had acid rain at some point that was going to burn through umbrellas, and it's never really happened, has it? So, yeah, that, that is right, though. In, in 80s films, I remember being like when you went over the park, and you, especially when it'd been pissing down and there's a bit of quagmire ground, mm. you did think, you think, is this going to be quicksand? Am I going to get swallowed alive? Because that's what you thought, because it was everywhere. It was like every action 80s film. Quicksand. Incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right, so that's pretty much the only film that's out this week. But 
we've got the big day coming up on Saturday or Sunday, whatever the 25th falls. I don't know. (laughs) So talk to me about your Christmas day. I think that Christmas day is perfectly split into two. So you can take on two films during that day. You've got one pre Christmas dinner and you've got a film post Christmas dinner. So Matt, give us your two films. What's perfect for your breakfast? What's perfect for your supper? I think for, for, because of you know Christmas, let's have it right. Is a kids' holiday. It's not an adult's <laughs> holiday. So you need to have some form of animated film in the morning to watch. I don't know why Ratatouille comes to mind because it's not a Christmas <laughs> film at all. But like you know, a, a Disney Pixar film or, or a, you know a film like that in the morning, absolutely fine. Then after dinner, when you're really full and you want to have a little sleep, you need a little jolt in the arm sometimes. And I know you're going to hate this, Andy, but there's nothing better than Bond at Christmas. Yes. God. It's it's just it's 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 the law. It's the rule. Like, Roger Moore Bond. Uh, oh no, I'm talking about like modern day Bond. I'm no, talking about no, Bond. No, no. Bond. I, I don't. I don't need rapey Bond. <laughs> I mean, Daniel I want Craig is Bond. a bit rapey, to be honest. Well, in a in a more woke way, maybe. <laughs> uh, no, um, I just think Bond, Bond and, and Christmas are synonymous, aren't they? I think, and you know, don't get me wrong, I, I have I got time to watch a film when I've got all my new shiny toys to play with? <laughs> Probably not. But I think Bond and Christmas go go hand in hand, really. Yeah, so much so that ITV, when they trailed it years ago changed um the slade song and they i'm convinced now i've mentioned this before it might have been last year the year before i'm convinced that they got noddy holder to do it where he says the old bonds are the best in the song they changed the word in the trailer for bond season on otv over christmas and he he sells his soul for anything though doesn't he um he, literally so. peanuts years later so <laughs> But yeah, that that was going to be my me bond bond after Christmas with the Roger Moore ones because that always used to be what what was on. But hmm, I don't know. It's tricky because I haven't watched a film on Christmas Day for about fifteen years. Um, just because there's no time, you get up, new stuff to play with, and obviously children and being annoying and having to put stickers on everything um so what's normally on telly is like vh1 because that's just what happens and then we just end up playing with the toys and then a christmas dinner and then after dinner it's like well play with the toys again <laughs> like the last few years i've got switch games and stuff so i can play on there and it's just been very very weird like if i watched a film on christmas day now i'd be shock with myself but for argument's sake and the actual question um, did i imagine something Stu? did i imagine the other day that you you were anti going to the pub on christmas day oh yeah it can't be i've done it once in my entire life it's just full of amateurs and chances who, who don't go to the pub any other time of the year <laughs> amateurs and chances <laughs> well, they are they're, they're part-time pub goers thinking that think it's like it's like new year's eve as well i mean you have to pay to go in your own pub that you're in there every like at least twice a week for the rest of the year, and then you have to pay a fiver to get in. No, no, Christmas Day is terrible. I mean, it, it is like 
I get it though, because like people coming back from to seeing the parents who live away and wherever, and they want to go out and have a, have a few beers, fine. But when it takes twenty minutes to get served, because there's so many people in there who don't know pub etiquette, who who, who queue in a line like the post office rather than along the bar, nah, can't be dealing with it. So stay away from them. Don't go out. Obviously, go to my mum's. It's around the corner. Blessy, nowhere else. Just that. Um, but years ago, I, mean, I used to watch BFG before before lunch because that always seems to be on the animated version. Yeah, yeah. They always used to be on telly. I mean, it, it might be one of them apocryphal stories that it was on twice. Um, but I remember that being on quite a lot before dinner and then Bond or Sound of Music afterwards. And even though it's got nothing to do with Christmas at all, that film and Mary Poppins always seem to be interchangeable with each other as to what is on on Christmas Day, even though it probably hasn't happened again for a bit, the last 10 years. Yeah, I know what you mean. Or bed knobs and broomsticks. Yeah, yeah. There's like another one that's always there or thereabouts. Or um, the other film, like I always feel like there's a, a morning cartoon which is badly dubbed from like Belgium or something. <laughs> like a Belgian version of Lord of the Rings that's been dubbed into English for some strange reason. It feels like that's always something that happens on Christmas morning. Uh, but yeah, I, I do agree. I feel like it... The morning one, it does need to be something animated. Like the snowman is the classic one for a, a reason, I think. Um, I'm not sure it's the kind of thing I would generally go for, but that that is very much loved and adored by by millions. Like, I, I don't know why myself. doesn't really do it for me. But I suppose that would be the one to, to kickstart the day. For the evening, I think I would go for something... Because, like you said, you, you're snoozing a little bit. Your belly's full. You're some, you know, halfway between awake and asleep at this point. You want something that, if you do drift off, that you can come like dive straight back into. So I will go for the Bill Murray classic, Scrooged. That is good. Which is, obviously is the retelling of the Christmas Carol movie. It's set in like 1980s New York <laughs> with a TV producer who's a bit of a cock. I remember seeing this at the cinema and absolutely adoring it and being a little bit scared of the ghost of um, Christmas's future or whatever when he opens up his body and you can see all the ghouls inside him. I remember that kind of terrifying me but also exciting me and that's why I'm a bit of a weirdo when it comes to horror now. Um, so yeah, Scrooge would be the one because I feel that you can dip in and out of that film. You never lose your place. You know exactly where you are because it's a well-trodden path. And plus the speech that he gives at the end to TV where he basically confesses that he loves his ex-partner who was, wasn't was depending on how it, it worked out. That speech is beautiful. It's really well done. So Scrooged for me would be your post-lunch uh, TV. So that is the... Hang on. What did I call it again? That is the <laughs> Christmas cast quick question mini-sode for Christmas week. Please make sure you've got us on whatever podcast you're listening to us on. Please make sure that you're subscribed to all of our socials as well at Cage Fighting Pod and any emails to cagefightingpod at gmail.com. So for this week, Matt, would you like to say Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas, one and all. But I will say, don't be too harsh on yourself this Christmas season. It is only one day, and your family would much rather just see you than worry about gifts. 
please don't get yourself in a position where you're in loads of debt and you're really miserable and you've got to put this massive show on for one day. Just enjoy it for what it is. Enjoy it with your friends and family and don't put too much pressure on yourself. Goodbye. Stu, would you like to say Merry Christmas? Yeah, everything that mattered, unless, of course, you're spending that money on me, then who cares? <laughs> I'm more important than you. Um, you know what? We haven't mentioned in, this, in these... I'm not even going to attempt the name of these shows. Um, how good the John Lewis advert was for dedicating that space for what they did. Oh, I when, don't think I've even seen it. Oh, it's amazing. It's like this this old, like, mid-30s, early-40s guy, um, and he's got a skateboard, and you think, oh, he's trying to re- reclaim his youth, and he's going down, like, down half pipes and obviously just falling off and knackering himself up, and he's in A&E, and he's got... A, He's had in plaster. And then it just kind of carries on and on and on. And he's slowly getting better. And then it just cuts to opening the door. And there's this little girl with a skateboard. And then it cuts to his skateboard. And he went, yeah, I do. And it's about um, fostering and adoption. Oh, that's sweet. And you think, well, normally, obviously, it's John Lewis and it's some children's charity as well. But I think, well, for all, all the stuff that they do normally and the Lily Allen from years ago and all that kind of stuff. And how the John Lewis advert became a thing with the penguins as well. So actually give it up for charity. I thought it was actually a really good thing to do. Hmm. That sounds yeah, so awesome. For listen, every dad. Everyone. Yeah. There's um, a company. I sometimes buy stuff for like my baking um, called labor and weight. And for black Friday, rather than actually doing any deals, they just said anything you buy, we're donating 10% to Christmas in crisis. And I think that is such a great thing to do at this time of year, rather than worrying about, um, you know, making as much profit off people as you can and actually trying to give something back. Um, you know, adding on to that, if anyone feels lonely at Christmas, reach out to us on Twitter or whatever. You know, the, the DMs are open. Have a chat. You know, we, we're all there. You know, we've all been through tough times ourselves and, you know, we're more than happy to have a conversation with anybody. So, yeah, please make sure you take care of yourselves. It's always tough at Christmas, but, you know, people are there for you. So take care. Have a wonderful Christmas and we shall see you next week. <laughs> We'll be right back.